Postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Kalani Sitake is on the headset. We'll talk to Kalani after we give our stations 10 seconds for station ID on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Four years and eight days after BYU went into SEC country for a win in Knoxville, BYU gets a win in Fayetteville. And this is BYU Creamery, Cougar Postgame Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Head coach Kalani Sitake joining us now from field level. Kalani, congratulations on getting to 3-0 and with a fantastic win over Arkansas tonight. Way to go. Thanks. That was a lot of fun. I'm just <laughs> happy uh, we got the win. Obviously, some things we need to fix but uh, and keep improving, but that's, I'll probably say that every week. I'm um, just happy that uh, the guys show some resilience and great leadership on our program and our team with our our coaches, so really, really happy about the, the outcome. I go back to the beginning of the week, Kalani, and I had started watching Arkansas film against Kent State, went back a little bit to Western Carolina, and I felt like this was a winnable game. I felt like the film showed that you guys could come in and, and get this win. As you guys went through film and as you guys game plan, how sure were you, how confident were you you could come here and get this victory? Well, we knew that if we um, had to be a physical game, that's what that's what we were trying to build our guys to do. So um, it, it wasn't perfect that we gave up a lot of plays still on defense, and then on offense we missed some opportunities. But uh, special teams, we saw some really good things. We saw some things that we can improve on. But listen, the, the the team win. I'm more proud of the way the guys. We went down early. We're down 14-0, two scores. The guys didn't hang their head. They just kept playing. We just knew that the way you get back on it is you win one play at a time. And you just, as long as that clock still has time, we're going to keep playing our best and then doing everything that we can. I like that they just stopped focusing on, on the scoreboard, just got, just try to focus on one play at a time. And then we found ourselves in the second half down ten, uh, ten points, uh, two scores again, and I, I was proud of the way the guys fought back from that. So, uh, it's it's we need to keep doing that. Just just keep playing the game, and if, if adversity hits, keep relying on each other. But go back to just winning one play at a time and, and next play mentality. What's one of the biggest reasons you turned the tables from a 52-35 loss to this team to a 38-31 win over Arkansas a year later? I think the guys believe in themselves. They believe in each other. I mean, we have a lot of new guys on this team. They bought into the the culture. And so we, we had this um, deliberate attempt to just bring guys that fit the culture um, and, and where we felt like they could help enhance it. It wasn't about um, just bringing playmakers. I think there's a lot of great playmakers out there. We need guys that are willing to be great teammates, and we saw a, a great team win today. You know, So tonight was a great team win. Uh, let's build on this, and then let's, let's find, find ways to get better. But we can be really proud of the fact that if, if, if we ever uh, run into adversity, we know that we can come back from it. Kalani, I've covered your career since you came back from southern Utah, and you started in as a position coach and a coordinator. And I've watched you grow into what you've become as a head coach. And I go back to your coordinating time, 
and the aggressive defense that you would go into. And there was a play call by Jay Hill to bring a nickel blitz by Eddie Heckard that was just poetry. It was beautiful. When, when those calls are coming in, does it throw you back a little bit to your time as a coordinator? Do you, do you clench your fist a little bit and you think, let's go for it? What, what do you like in those moments, in those big third downs when Jay Hill's thrown the aggression on the field? I said he speaks my language. Yes. That, that's exactly what I was wanting. So, um, you know, he, he, uh, he's willing to take risks. And um, sometimes they, they uh, don't pay off. But uh, most of the time, the guys respond really well to aggressive play. You know, if if we practice blitzes but we never call them in the game, then what's the point of practicing it? And how can guys be excited about practice when you do stuff in practice but you never call it in the game? And Jay um, and the staff come up with plays and blitzes and coverages that we run. And and, and if you know when, when we're in the game, call them. And uh, what are you saving them for? So I like that he's doing that, and he's got, he's got so many different ways of the versatility of it all, and and how flexible it is to bring different people from different angles. Um, you know, Jay, Jay's uh, done a great job with it and, and with a lot of with a new scheme. The scheme's still brand new to our guys, so we're still making some mistakes in the technique and, and certainly in, in certain uh, situations. But, um, man, the guys play hard. They, they, they grasp onto what, what Jay wants them to do. And sometimes Jay has these high expectations, and they got to meet it. The standard is really high. They got to meet it. We asked for more pass rush from our four-man rush, and it hit. You know, just like you got to keep keep believing in it, and um, you know, we just had some we have some misplays out there defensively that we could have we, we wish you could get back. But KJ Jefferson makes people miss; he's hard to bring down. I just I'm just glad the guys were relentless to the very end. All right, before the break, this note: uh, Arkansas had not given the ball away through two games. They end up giving it away twice, and you end up plus one in the margin. And that's been as big as anything since you've been the head coach to winning a football game is just being ahead in that stat, and you ended up ahead tonight against a very good team with ball security. Yeah, and I was proud of, I mean, Chase fumbled the ball. It's okay. You know, the defense uh, showed up and, and, and held him to a field goal. Um, you know, obviously we want him to take care of the football better than that, but it happens, you know. I was really proud of Keaton taking the calculated risks on his throws. He can really knife it in there if he has to, but I thought he made the right decisions tonight. Um, you know, and, and overall, team win, all three phases I was really happy with. Um, room for improvement, which I'm really excited about. And, and um, let's just stay humble and keep working hard. All right, closing comments with the coach coming up. It is BYU Creamery's Cougar Postgame Coaches Show from Fayetteville on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, time for the Economics Partners Valuable Stat of the Game with Kalani here. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. BYU now halfway to bowl eligibility, going to 3-0 and on the season. All right, the, the stat of the game, I like uh, Kalani, is, is third down defense. Last year, Arkansas was 12 for 15 on third downs in Provo. Tonight, 2 for 13. That's a huge difference and a big difference maker tonight. Big difference, and, and, and a lot of third downs were, were medium range, not not all third and long, and so, you know, we had to really step up and make some plays, and, and they were, 
you know, they're they're ready to go for it on fourth down, but they end up they end up uh, jumping um, false start on themselves. But just just really happy with the entire team. Just happy with the, with the way the guys took the field and the confidence started to keep building as we were going through it. It was really rough at the beginning. It's like, man, what is going on here? You know, and the third downs though, that that's that's what, that's Jay's specialty. So like, let's. Let's keep this thing rolling, man, and let's keep trying to build on this. I'm so glad I get to do this post game because I get to get a little selfish. So this is a selfish play in a selfish moment, but I really want you to take me into that fourth and one, and that stop and at midfield. Yeah, yeah. and that defensive call and the pinch and the aggression, Kalani. What what's it like to be a head coach? <laughs> and it's at midfield. It's a fourth and one. Games on the line. Take me into all that, man. I, I really want to see what you feel in that moment. Well, in that moment, Jay was going through a bunch of different scenarios, and then he kept saying, what do you what do you like, Kalani? And I'm like, I like what you like. You watch all the film. Go with your gut. You know, you're in, you're in the mix of it. And it's like, just just call what you like, man. And, and I didn't, need, I didn't need to give any input on that. He, he was in the moment. He was feeling it. He, his, he knows what his guys are, are doing well. And, and um, man, that, that, was, that was big time, you know. So it, it was also one of those moments where, like, hey, this, we came here to be physical, too. Like, you, you're going to try to get some yards on us, and this is, this is a, a, a game of wills. Like, who's willing to do everything they can? We knew that they were going to fight, and, and um, we knew that they were going to throw punches. We need to make sure that we threw ours, and I'm glad that Jay was able to feel confident with his calls. Kalani, last year your red zone number wasn't where you wanted it to be, and this year through three games, 10 for 10, red zone scoring nine touchdowns. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, if you ask A-Rod, he wished he had 10 touchdowns. You know, <laughs> but but uh, the, um, we, we feel really good about our, our, our where we're at, and I, I feel great about our coaches and the way that they prepare. Uh, especially with with A Rod running the offense and, and, and um, with Jay doing the defense and with K Pop doing special teams, I don't think I don't think uh, Kelly gets enough credit for the things that he does, balancing the, the special teams, but then also you know coaching his DNs to that the high level. And I mean, I've been really impressed with the with all of them, and, and uh, I'm, that's what I, I wanted him to be here for for this moment, for these moments to to take you know take advantage of our opportunities and. I'm glad we got the win because now we can really, really build off of this. I, I do believe at some point in this Big 12 schedule, Cody Epps is going to play a big role. It, I have to imagine he had a pretty rough drop at the beginning of that game. Uh, did not have a reception. But what did it mean to the team, and, and what did it mean to you to have Cody Epps back on the field uh, in this, this game? Cody's a great teammate. Uh, I think a lot he can do great things on the field, but he's such a great support to everybody. He's a team guy first, and, and so I'm glad that he's here on our team. I'm glad that he's on the field because when he's around the guys, man, his leadership and his skills can take over. So uh, I'm, I've been really, really honored to just coach these guys, and he's, I'm excited to see him on the field again. He'll make plays. Uh, listen, we, have, we feel like we have great talent all over the place, and so we feel good about our playmakers. When, when their number's called and their opportunities show up, I think these guys will step up. Parker Kingston did it tonight, threw for one, caught a screen, and took it to, to, to the house, you know. So a lot of guys showed up, a lot of young guys showed up, and a lot of encouragement from the, the older guys were, were able to make it happen for us. 
You go from uh, winning in SEC territory to opening the Big 12 era as you go to Lawrence, Kansas, and take on a very good Jayhawks team next weekend. Just a thought about now being in a league starting next week where, where every game is going to have a different kind of meaning than your previous games have had and just how excited you are to, to be in a conference with these great teams and start competing next weekend. Well, just like tonight, I've, I've been impressed with, with, with Sam Pittman from the beginning. I, I think he's an amazing coach. He does a great job with his team. thought they played a great game. You know, We just happened to make more, a few more plays and get, get the win. But going into the Big 12, those, those coaches are great coaches. I've been around them long enough and had some interaction with them all of them in, in all our Big 12 meetings. Been really impressed with all of them. And, and, and Lance Leipold's a great coach. I mean, look at what he's doing with his team. I know they're playing a late-night game against, I think, Nevada. Um, and so we'll see what happens. But, but I know that our guys are excited. They should feel confident going to a hostile environment and getting a win. Uh, we know that it's a tough task to go there because they have some great, some great players. I've been really impressed with their players. Uh, we, we were able to meet a bunch of their guys um, in the media days, you know. So I, I've been really impressed with their coaching and, and, and definitely impressed with the players themselves. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm looking forward to the matchup. By the way, 10-10, Kansas in a battle in Reno in the third quarter, by the way, Kalani. Yeah, so it's going to be some good film for us to watch. That would be great. Hey, uh, how did you come out of this game as far as health, Kalani? Uh, I think we have a couple guys that are banged up, but um, most crew, crew Wakely early, like second yeah. play, first play, second play. I think that one will probably be a little tough. We'll see how how he goes with the protocol, but um, you know, just just really appreciate him being on our team. We have we have a number of guys that are sore and, and banged up, but you know, they'll they'll feel fine on the on the plane trip home. Man, I love the Jay Hill adjustments with the safeties, taking them 16, 17 yards deep really stalling things out. Just so good to see that defensive staff doing so well. And, and I love the way you put it, Kalani, because I can echo that, and I see it on the field. He speaks your defensive language, and it's evident. Yeah, and, and the motivation, the, the momentum, the rhythm that he has, and, and, and even when things are looking really rough, to just be able to rally back. All our coaches can do that, and, and they make me a better coach, so I'm, I'm excited about them, and Really, really excited about what, what we can do in the next future, in the near future, including next week. So um, we, we, we will need to be at our best. We'll have to play better next week than we did tonight. Um, tonight we did enough to win, but there's a lot of mistakes that we got to fix. I mean, the, the illegal touching, that one bothers me so much. That's but, three straight weeks now. Yeah, and, 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 and we, we, we're so much better. All it takes is one guy stepping off the ball and understanding the line of scrimmage and, the, uh, and checking with the ref. And so that... Again, that's my fault. I'm the head coach. i got to figure this out and make sure our guys don't make that mistake. Uh, we had a couple um, other mistakes, but for the most part, I thought it was pretty clean. You know, we had pass interference, and so we play aggressive man defense, and so that's going to happen sometimes. But I, I like that our guys put so much pressure and defense, putting so much pressure on the offensive line that the only way to block them was to hold them a few times in the pass rush, and that's we're getting to the quarterback. We're getting, I, I know we talked, I don't know how many sacks we ended up with. Four, four, after, after yeah. none last year against KJ. And we're, and we're getting, we're getting, we're closing the windows and making him feel pressure, you know what I mean? And that's, we're going to have to do that every week. We'll have to do that next week too. Last thing for you, Kalani, you're, you're calm and cool right now. You're, you're chilling out on the field. But, uh, you know, 45 minutes an hour ago, you get to be a kid again with your guys. 
How much fun are nights like tonight when you get to be with your team in a happy locker room celebrating a momentous victory? It was so much fun. And when I got into the locker room, they were already dancing and having fun. So they were already tired from dancing. I'm like, I don't care, guys. I wasn't here, so we're going to have to start the party all over again. And we had a lot of fun, man. I, I, that, that's, this game is a, is a game. It, it, it's about having fun. It's about the energy and the, the love that we have for each other. The fact that they get to re- represent their loved ones, all the sacrifices that it took for their families to get them here, and the best way to show gratitude is, is to have fun, have joy, but then also to give it everything you've got. And I've been really pleased with their effort, their energy. I'm so happy with this entire program, and I'm very honored to be the head coach here. Very, really happy about the uh, the fans that were here. They were awesome. They so were, many of them. So many. So awesome. And, and I'm it's so. I mean, I I had to just look at them and see their faces. It's like. I feel like they're all my people. You know, they're, they're all like, they're, I feel like I know them all. And um, I just wanted to hug them all, but I, I couldn't do that tonight. <laughs> but, man, it was a lot of fun. And, and uh, just, just we got a really good thing going now. Let's just stay humble, keep working hard. All right. We sure appreciate you, Kalani. Congratulations again. And uh, thanks for taking time with us here post game. Love you guys. Cougar Nation, stay safe out there on the drive back wherever you guys came from. But I know a lot of guys made the long trip. Hope you know we love you guys. Thank you so much. Love you, Coach. Thanks, Kalani. We'll see you next week. Go Cougs. All right. That's Kalani Sitake and the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Well, that was some really good stuff. And at the very back end of that, I think people need to take from that a little bit because, you know, we talked about Isaac Rex a little bit about that penalty. And it is getting frustrating. And it could have been a moment that took this game the other way. If you don't win it. That, that, that'll be the microscope moment. That is the microscope moment. So you want to clean that up now because maybe against Kansas you don't get that next chance that they got against Arkansas. And they did a really good job recovering from it. But that is an understated moment and an understated penalty in a game where you just can't have it. And it's the third straight game. And that's why I thought it was important to ask Isaac Rex kind of what – what are you seeing? Because that's yardage that's taken off him. That's another, what, 80, probably 80-plus 80 yards, 70-plus yards or so that's been taken off of his numbers um, because of that penalty. So I, that was an unprovoked uh, answering of that question for Kalani. He just brought it up and said, we can't do that anymore. That's yeah. on me. He owns it. And he knows he's got to get it fixed. It's just weird. Greg, have you seen that call much in college football? Well, no. It's so rare that I didn't recall calling it. And then to have it happen in three consecutive games. And, and, and they're not happening on first down. They're happening on third down chain movers where it's been a big play every time taken off the, uh, off, off the board. I want you to explain that to me. Like, yeah, well, because you, <laughs> well, I mean, you called them. You both know how rare it is yeah. to have it being back-to-back-to-back weeks. I can't okay, remember I'm, I'm going to, ever happening. Uh, uh, it's not going to happen next week. Okay. That's my that's my hot take for tonight. My hot take for tonight is it doesn't happen next week. Oh, can we just get into preparation for Kansas? I can't wait By to the get way, back to the film. Okay, Nevada, zero and two, and not a great zero and two coming into tonight. They're in a ten ten ball game with Kansas, who's been looking lights out through two weeks. This is an interesting score right now, and what it portends for next Saturday, I can't necessarily say right now. But we're talking about under ten to go in the third. Kansas in a 10-10 ball game in Reno. It, can you pull up the box score? Is is both Neil? Yeah, Neil's got numbers. Neil is uh, 9 for 52 in a and, score. And Daniels, Daniels is 14 for 20 so and they, 149. they got them both, huh? Yeah. So I, I, this is interesting. And that surely, surely they're looking at the BYU score tonight going, let's, you know, 
they got to get out of Reno, but then they're going to see the score tonight and know that strap it on time uh, next week. Well, this was a two-game stretch, this and, and this Kansas game, that I, I looked at as being very difficult. Man, what's crazy, Greg? And I think I talked to you Wednesday at practice. I said, the film says that BYU is a better team. That's what the film said with the new coordinating changes and with some of the personnel. The film said BYU was a better team. Now, to actually come into Fayetteville and into this setting and actually win, that's a whole different response. But the film showed that BYU was a better football team. And and it just proved out that they were able to get past everything else and actually prove it on the field. So they're going to have to do that against Kansas. I cannot wait for my film review on Kansas. I'm going to dive into this probably Monday morning and start swimming in some Kansas film so I can get a real feel for it. There was a time in this game tonight when uh, K.J. Jefferson had the statistical advantage over Keaton Slovis by a pretty wide margin when it came to pass efficiency rating. K.J. was up above 150. Keaton was around 90. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. A 60-point differential when the yep. game was still very much in flux, and Keaton ends up with a, with a better number tonight, a 134.5. It's not 150, but it wasn't where it was for a lot of this game. He ends up being above 50% when he was below most of the night, 13 for 25 for a buck 67, modest number, but two touchdowns, no picks, and a 134.5. Jefferson ends up 24 of 35, 247 touchdown and a pick, and a 131.6 pass efficiency rating and uh, accounted for the two takeaways from BYU, and BYU ending up plus one in the margin is a massive number. Arkansas outgained BYU by 140 yards. Arkansas had a better yards per play by almost a yard per play. Arkansas was plus nine minutes in possession time (laughs) tonight. They did a lot of things you want to do on your home field, but they didn't win the turnover battle, and we talked about the game. Sam Pittman had not lost a game 14-0 when they just win the turnover battle, and they didn't win it tonight. And and BYU won the turnover margin. BYU won the average starting field position. And BYU's defense needed to make a play. They did it time and again tonight. Those third down stops, huge. Two for 13 after a 12 for 15. That's a massive turnaround. And, and yeah, no Raheem Sanders. It's, an ast- it not, it, it's, it's, a, it's a footnote on tonight. It's a footnote. They didn't have Rocket, who's a heck of a player, but we saw A.J. Green knock off a 55-yarder for a score in the first position. There were still some guys that can run the football. Raheem's pretty special, and BYU didn't see him tonight. But uh, there's nothing but full marks for the way BYU won on the road tonight. Well, these two catches that helped Keaton Slovis' numbers improve, I want to name one the Buddhist palm and the other one heaven's hand. Because those are two miracle catches, and I like to name those miracle catches. <laughs> the Buddhist palm and heaven's hand. So does Chase catches. get heaven's hand? or uh, Chase was the Buddhist palm. The Buddhist yeah, palm. because the tip of the football actually hit in his palm, and he just stuck his fingers around the end of it okay. and tucked it into the arm. And then it was the heaven's hand. For, for that, Rex? That for Isaac Rex. Oh, you had to climb the ladder on that or, one? <laughs> Heaven's that ladder. one? Yeah, the, the, the ladder to heaven. Yeah, the stairway to heaven. <laughs> stairway to heaven. It's the stairway, not the ladder. But those catches, Greg, I, I don't – how did they catch those? Yeah, those, those those were two balls that could have been just incompletions on the stat sheet tonight. And, yeah. and two re- amazing plays uh, kept drives alive, led to a score, and then was a score at the other end. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, let's wrap up BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Thanking Kalani for his time. We'll come back and get to 
the rest of Cougar Post Game Live, the rest of Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live, which will include a trivia question for two half gallons of famous BYU Creamery ice cream. That's all ahead from Fayetteville on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.